Hey, just a quick couple of things before the episode starts. Like us on Facebook at The Cure for a Cure and follow us on Twitter at The Cure for a Cure. This is episode zero of The Cure for a Cure for Wellness, where we're going to give a bit of an intro to the movie, talk about the trailer, why we're doing this podcast, and so much more. Wow. The Cure for a Cure for Wellness is a hot garbage comedy production, and let's just jump right in. Here we go. Hey everybody, and welcome to The Cure for a Cure for Wellness podcast. Uh, my name is Gordon Myhan. I'm here with Jean-Michel Cliche and Ariana Martinez. And that was such a good, oh my God, I, I had like a radio voice going on. For there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're tuning in, this is our podcast about Cure for Wellness. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. An absolute classic. <laughs> Let's just jump right in and talk about this Trailer? That's probably a good place to start. Trailer, sure. Yeah. Um, here we'll, we'll we'll play a couple different clips from the trailer, so 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 you can uh, kind of get the the vibe of what it's like. But also, I uh, you can find it on YouTube pretty easily. So yeah, maybe maybe go and do that as well. There is a sickness inside us, rising like the bile that leaves that bitter taste at the back of our throats. It's there on every one of you seated around the table. Only when we know what ails us can we hope to find the cure. What do you make of that? Clearly he's lost his mind. Our thoughts exactly. You here for the cure? No. Actually, I was just leaving. No one ever leaves. Think of it as... The cleansing of the mind as much as the body. Some patients experience visions. But rest assured, it's just the toxins leaving the system. It's all part of the cure. There is no cure! Accept the diagnosis and you will see it. It's wonderful here. And we're back. Thoughts? Um, it looks really pretty. Yeah. It looks really, really pretty. Yeah, clear, clear and precise art direction throughout the entire trailer, which leads me to have very high hopes for this film. It seems really interesting. There's all these like cool um images and like seem like psychological thriller moments um that seem very uh, like you're like, oh, how are they going to weave them all together? Um, and that's the secret to cure for wellness. <laughs> the weaving. The weaving. It's yeah. all in the weaving. This movie looks great. Yeah, I think we saw the trailer for it together, right? We did. Yeah, in theaters, and it was like, what is that? It looks so cool. Um, it has like a really like Shutter Island vibe. Yeah. The trailer is interesting. Where where all it gives its audience is tone. It's mm. all tone and aesthetic. Zero story. Other than Dane DeHaan going on an adventure. Which is interesting because that's how the movie is, too. All tone, <laughs> no story. There's little bits and pieces of uh, little clues of what you're going to get. <laughs> like, him yelling, There is no cure! Is, is pretty iconic. I love that moment. You get a good couple views of the 
what are we calling it? Is it a sanatorium? Sanit- is it a sanatorium? Sanitar- it's a wellness sanatorium. center. It's a wellness center. It's a wellness <laughs> spa in the Alps. Yeah. Each one of us should describe this movie. Give a synopsis. Do you want a description or do you want a synopsis? They're very different. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just saw this really, really cool trailer for this movie. I don't really know a whole lot about it, but... <laughs> just burped a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> what's this movie about? You've seen it. Tell me. If you, got, if you got that question, how would you answer it? Go. Okay, so A Cure for Wellness is about a ambitious but dead inside young entrepreneur. <laughs> businessman. Um, who needs to prove himself to older dead inside <laughs> business people. Yeah. Yeah, and so he goes on an adventure. An adventure. I, I, don't know I, I love that you keep referring to him like the movie in your mind is just this guy going on an adventure, like like he's Winnie the Pooh. Or well, something. I just think that advent what adventures is like it's an adventure is a a long string of happenings and experiences that happen to right a specific person. But there that may we're be watching. there may be gradients of adventure, like the Lord of the Rings and a cure for wellness. Different things happen along the way. But no, sorry, this is your... Okay, maybe I'll pick a different word. Not adventure, but perhaps uh, quest? (laughs) (laughs) Much better. Okay, so he's on a quest for a man who was supposed to be in this firm, but left. Like, this movie is so complicated. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. But anyway, so he goes to, to Switzerland and then gets trapped, but he doesn't know he's trapped. And then, he, like know, he, and, knows and then he knows he's trapped. Okay. Right. He doesn't know he's <laughs> that's, trapped. That's the quest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's being trapped, not knowing you're trapped, realizing you're trapped, and trying to get untrapped. And through throughout his journey of getting untrapped, he uh, discovers the dark and sinister uh, <laughs> secrets of this wellness center. And let me tell you, folks, it is not a wellness center. It is a badness it's center. It's an unwellness center. That's right. It's a fucked up center. And I just... Not to interrupt it, but I'd argue that he's real bad at getting himself untrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because he's on crutches for three <laughs> quarters of the fucking movie. I like that we're going to explain this three times because we're going to slowly narrow in on the plot. Yeah, yeah, keep going. This is a great overview. Um, I don't, I mean, like, I don't know what else to add other than there's, like, uh, like, 45 minutes left of the movie. There's, like, a child who is played by, like, an almost middle-aged woman. <laughs> But she hasn't aged in, like, 68 years, so is she a child? Anyway, she needs to have her sexual awakening, and fortunately for her, Dane DeHaan helps her with that. And with Dane and a MAC lipstick, she's able to have her own adventure. And that one does not end as as nicely. Uh, Also, this tells a different story to everyone. It means something different to everyone. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Okay, Um, perfect. Jean-Michel? Is that good? Yeah, I think I really said that. <laughs> okay. Um, a Cure for Wellness is about the state of modern society and how... Because you're going real big. <laughs> Are we supposed to... Oh, I, thought, I didn't about... know. Were we discussing thematic? I, like, I guess. This is how I interpret the movie. Okay, okay, okay. This is what I think the movie's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's about the deep-seated problems in our social world mm. and how it's all about capitalism and working for the man and and there's this guy who works for the man named Lockhart and Lockhart 
gets sucked into this dumb story where he has to go to the Swiss Alps to save another guy who's a businessman, and then and then none of that matters anymore because a, a movie happens. Um, and <laughs> an adventure, an adventure <laughs> takes place. Um, and it's just about this guy who it seems like he would go and learn a lesson about the problems of capitalism, but instead he just gets like real fucked up and there are eels and yeah, the eels, the oh eels, God, I didn't even mention the eels in my zone. I know, but the eels are like, it's like if, if you were to do like a spark notes of characters, it would be Lockhart and then the eels and then every other <laughs> yeah, character in this. Yes. I can build. <laughs> I think, I think that's like enough. That's what the movie is in my mind. And then it's a bunch of images that are beautiful and like stories that don't make sense that are just side by side and are packaged as one film. Cool. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What is a cure for wellness? To me, an essay by Gordon. <laughs> no. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, I think you guys hit pretty good notes. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll like zoom in a little bit more so it's it's like he works for a firm which we don't learn a whole lot about which is fine because the movie's not about the firm but his boss or his boss's boss somebody higher up in this firm <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah, yeah in this firm there they go to the wellness center but they don't come back and so his boss is like yo we're going to blackmail you kind of a little unclear exactly oh, that. that, but, but so you got to go get him Pembroke Lockhart has to go get Pembroke from the center, bring him back to New York question mark. It's, so, so that, that, <laughs> so that Pembroke can take the blame on, on a, <laughs> for what? Oh, for, yeah. what? For, for their mistakes. There were some mistakes firm. at the firm and they say Lockhart if you want to, if you want to yes. go up in this firm, yes. this is what this is how you're going to have to do it. That's what I'm saying. He's ambitious, but dead on the inside, willing to throw somebody <laughs> else under the bus. So this guy who's in the wellness center because he because he has like issues that he needs to deal with and got like assessed and sent there, they need to go get him, bring him back because he said he's not coming back, but he needs to be the fall guy for this firm. But that doesn't even matter because because the <laughs> yes, beginning of the movie is just a fucking reason to get fucking Dane DeHaan to Switzerland. It doesn't matter how he got there. It's just when he's there, that's when the adventure begins. Right. Okay, so I'll jump ahead. So he gets there, and you're right, he gets trapped, quote-unquote. He's in an accident, has to stay at the wellness center. Classic, like, setup. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, this place is kind of weird. Like, oh, but you can't leave. You can't leave because you broke your fucking leg. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I... (laughs) Wait, I just, wait, sorry, this is a bit of a tangent, but, like, he can't leave because he broke his leg? That's the reason they keep him there? I, and yeah. because he's stressed? Because he's healing, he has, they have to heal, they have to fix him. But, like, broken legs are such a normal thing, can't people with broken legs go on a plane? Yeah, I don't think no. he's stuck because of, no, no, he stays because he's trying to get Pembroke. Pembroke. Wait, but wh- why was he leaving? The first time, wasn't he going to, like, a hotel? It's worth saying, maybe it's worth saying at this point, that we haven't seen the movie in a while. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> we've watched the trailer. Yeah. We uh, watched it, like, seven months ago? The movie. The movie. Yeah. And, yeah, not the trailer. <laughs> we watched the movie seven months ago, and it, in an effort to synthesize the experience of watching it as we do mm, this podcast, mm. we haven't gone back and revisited it. That's why some of this stuff is a little bit foggy. The other reason it's a little bit foggy is that it doesn't make sense even upon watching it. I guess while we're still talking about a, a, a description of 
the movie. Mm -hmm. Let's hear what our good friend Dane DeHaan has to say about that. And here we go. Cure for Wellness is about this guy named Lockhart uh, that is an up-and-comer in a Wall Street financial firm uh, that gets sent on a mission to recover. Mission, not not a quest. Who's gone to a health spa and not come Tomatoes back? Mana. So he takes the trip to get the guy, bring him back before the country, the company, uh, <laughs> goes on, and ends up getting stuck there. Like everyone that goes to the wellness spa, and uh, it's a place where no one ever leaves, and a lot of crazy stuff happens. <laughs> okay, so okay, yeah, hold yeah, on, yeah, hold on, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Han doesn't even know this fucking movie's Yeah, about. but he, that was the same description we just gave. Yeah, he, he referred to it as a mission, not a quest or an adventure. And but, a wellness spa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, not a center. Well, I suppose there's lots of like <laughs> swimming and like hot baths almost, and like he, foggy rooms. He almost, he like misspoke and almost said that the country was yeah. <laughs> That was in an earlier draft, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> we need Pembroke to save the United <laughs> States. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Wall Street financial firm. That makes sense. I mean, it does when you just say it. The movie doesn't say that. Right. You can say whatever you want, but it doesn't exist in the universe of the film. Yeah, but do you think that in Wall Street, they're or constant- on Wall Street, they're like, hey, yeah, you know, my my Wall Street firm and your Wall Street firm, like, we're on Wall Street. You don't need to fucking say it. They know they're, they know they're part of Wall okay, Street. Okay, so you're, you're arguing point. that we're allowed to just say firm because... Yes, of course we're allowed to just say firm. I, like, I feel... I feel like, I'm on the same page as, as this fucking movie. <laughs> and as Dane DeHaan. Get on this page. Uh, yeah, actually, that's and another great point. Mm. Get on this page. Why are we doing this podcast? Great question. Um, this is a movie that keeps on giving. I know we've only watched it twice. Here we are. Here we are. Seven months later. No, we're this movie. This movie came out almost a year ago. It'll be a year shy of what is it? Thirteen days that that it premiered. Um. Why are we still fucking talking about it? I can't stop thinking about it. I have dreams about a cure for wellness. I always want to bring it up in conversation. I can't like Dane DeHaan is very handsome. These are these are just three reasons. This movie this movie is so full of things to dissect and think about and revisit and argue with yourself about. <laughs> Let alone your two friends. Let alone your two <laughs> friends that don't even see the movie the same way that you do. I like this movie because it just shows that you can make a movie where you don't you don't have to choose. Gore was like, you know what? I want it all. I want all of my ideas in this movie, and I'm not and I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to edit any of them out. We're going to put them all in, and this is going to be a masterpiece. And guess what? He fucking did that, and it is a masterpiece. I wouldn't change a thing about this movie. So you're inspired by the a cure for wellness. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, um. When I, f- when I first saw this movie in theaters with you guys, I was having, like, full body reactions to everything. Um, just because it's, like, so insane. Because I really love, I love thriller movies. I love um, films that have twists. Um, I find that to be, like, one of the most enjoyable experiences in a film is to sit down and be told, like, this is going to be a mystery. Figure it out, right? And a solid mystery leaves you breadcrumbs along the way. Um and you can kind of piece things together like a puzzle. Uh, and I find that to be so much fun. And this film infuriates me because it does that. <laughs> it's like if you put a, a, a 
bunch of puzzle pieces on a table and it was like build this puzzle and then you were halfway through and you realized there were no edge pieces and it's like wait or, or you had 16 different puzzles. exactly yeah <laughs> like there's this isn't one puzzle and it's like it's like hey this is a big mystery figured out and at the end it's like fuck you we don't care about you there's no way that you could have figured this out we left you a bunch of bullshit stuff along the way and we're not gonna bother explaining any of it there is like a reveal and a twist at the end of this film, which we will talk about at some point, I am sure, that doesn't explain the rest of the movie. It's not like, oh, it's not like the 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 twist at the end of Sixth Sense where now like everything is blown wide open. You see the movie differently. It's like a twist that doesn't resolve anything, but the film just pretends it does and it just moves on. I'm not sure that the film pretends it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think the film certainly pats itself on the back and it's like, and that was another piece of Dane DeHaan's life. Here we go on to the next chapter, and then that's like another movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like all these all these movies like pressed up against each other that are just on one reel, and there's no like that doesn't let you know when one episode is done. It just keeps playing on. So for me, it's um, I, I'm really I want to talk about this movie because it it upsets me on on like a deep profound level, um, and. It's so, like, so visually beautiful. Um, there was a lot of excitement about it when it was first coming out in theaters. And I don't know anyone else who has fucking seen this movie. And so that becomes this really weird thing of, like, why do we live in this parallel dimension where we care so much about a cure for wellness and literally nobody else does? And and I know that's probably not a great basis for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like you said, bring up people on board to have this discussion. To see, I think you should see Cure for Wellness. Yes. I don't think it's a film that you should not see. I think everybody needs to see it. They should be studying it in schools. <laughs> yeah. And then having really in-depth discussions about it. It's a great conversation starter. Yeah. Gordon, why do you care about this movie? Yeah. It, there, it's, 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 this movie deserves cult status. Whoa. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything that's been said, that's the most extreme... <laughs> I I think it's it's so much fun, and it's so crazy in so many different ways that you have both just described. That it would be a shame for this movie to 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 just like fade away. I I don't want I don't want a cure for wellness to fade away. I want it to stay. I want it to stay with me. Want to burn bright. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's so it's so bad and so good at the same time and i think yeah that's just worth talking about that's really interesting that it's so bad and so good at the same time because i agree with that i agree and but that's what upsets me but that's what inspires ariana mm -hmm. is that it's like right. it doesn't need to be a good film to be good um and i would argue the opposite so yeah that's that's worth digging into like talk like maybe give maybe we can give like a spark notes of the film itself like cure for wellness when it came out who was directed by who the right. cast is you know what i mean yeah, just to contextualize like a, things a little bit i think that's a good idea because I, I i realized we started talking about dane dehan a lot and it's like we didn't we didn't fucking explain who dane dehan is not that anyone should need an explanation of who dane dehan is <laughs> it's like oh is that the guy from july talk no that's <laughs> the other guy with cocaine eyes is that the guy who played it no that's the other guy with the cocaine eyes. That's the other guy with the cocaine eyes. Gore Verbinski made Rango? <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah. I can bite on parts of the Caribbean, just yeah. in terms of, like, high style. <laughs> 
And Rango. And <laughs> both both Johnny Depp films. Yes. And the Lone Ranger. Oh, fuck, and, he loves Johnny Depp. And Mouse Hunt. I think that's just that was like his first movie that he made. Great work, Gore. Let's uh The Ring? He made the ring? Well, what else do we know about Gore? He was uh born March sixteenth, nineteen sixty four. Okay, great, great. <laughs> uh I meant more like. <laughs> I meant more like what other. Tell us about his family life. No, no. <laughs> I want to hear about early career. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. What are some like? What did he? What is he known for? What? What movies has he made? Um. Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. That's right. That's probably his big, big claim to fame. He directed the first three. If I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was out. He was out after. I see, yeah, three. After, wait, wait, no more Orlando Bloom, no more gore. Right. So you can't say he doesn't have rain. Comparing the ring to Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of Black Pearl, to Rango. Rango. You can't, you can't, you can't, like, put him in a box. No. Or a girl bust out of that box faster than, than you can say, get in that box. Yeah. Rango won him an Oscar. It did? Best animated film. That's that right. right. Yeah. Of two, the two, 2012. That makes sense. That was a very good movie. In 2012, for, so for 2011. Right. He also directed The Lone Ranger. So yeah, he is. He, he and Johnny Depp are, are pals, I guess. Johnny Depp is not in A Cure for Wellness. No. Um, he was not a good fit for that. <laughs> Johnny Depp. Okay, so Johnny Depp goes on adventures, but Dane DeHaan goes on missions. That's right. I would say that's true. <laughs> So Dane DeHaan plays our lead character mm. in uh, A Cure for Wellness, Lockhart, who is the young business firm guy who goes on the mission. Who's the rest of our cast? Who's... We have Jason Isaacs as Volmer. My boy Malfoy. That's right. Malfoy. Right. Who's the evil scientist. Yes. In Harry Potter? Yes, in Harry Potter. <laughs> in Harry Potter, he's the evil scientist, as well as this film. Um... What's the name of a... Mia, Mia something. Goth. Yeah. yeah Which... Yeah. Is that your real last name? Mia Goth? Goth. I'm sure we could look that up. We didn't look that up. She, and she we plays... That, right that, that seems like a choice. She plays the the patient that is simultaneously Dane DeHaan's love interest, question mark, because we don't Big know how old she mark. is. Yeah. Um, slash... Spoilers, potentially. I don't remember when this was revealed. Valmer's daughter? I think pretty early on. Is that revealed pretty early on? I don't think so. <laughs> there you go. Cure for wellness, everyone. No, he's like a, she's like a special patient that he's like taken under his wing. Right. Like that's why she's the only quote unquote child slash young person in this facility. That's, okay, that's a good point. Right. Because everyone else is old. Everyone else is old. And so even if she isn't a child, she is young. And just so you guys can have like a, an image of like the extras that are in this film... Uh, and like the wide spanning um, story that goes on, we have a Hispanic taxi driver, Enrico. Enrico, played by Ivo Nandi. <laughs> we have a variety of German nurses and I, <laughs> and doctors. I, well, they're in Switzerland, but played right. by German actors. I think they filmed prime. Like, if I'm not mistaken, they filmed a lot of the what's it called. The Cure for Wellness Center. Oh, the spa? Yeah, they filmed a lot of the spa stuff in Germany. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So we have the nurses. We have German-seeming punk rock youths. Yeah, hoodlums. That live just down the street. They're definitely hoodlums because they have switchblades. Yeah, they they do have switchblades. Those switchblades are 
curved, like like a, they're, like a fishing they're here knife. to kill yeah. you. Oh, you guys remember the veterinarian? Oh, I forgot about the veterinarian. What? That guy, that guy is neither German nor Swiss, <laughs> nor a veterinarian. No, he's like. I feel like he's working, I, I'm just remembering this scene, I feel like he's working in like an automotive shop. Yeah, with like hanging meats. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he has a disturbed son. Oh yeah, who draws like prophetic. The what the fuck also, is this movie, guys? Also the past. Okay. And then... Stylized foreshadowing choice. That's all I'm going to say We exist in the real there's a, world, though. There's a lot of stylized foreshadowing choices in the movie that I think, yeah, I think, and that, ooh, 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 ooh guys, we're getting, we're getting into it. That's where you're getting <laughs> caught up on. Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah, you, you're upset that these stylized foreshadowing instances don't make any sense within the context yes. of the movie. Yeah. Yes. And, and films can do that if you establish that you're, like, but in the a movie's, semi-real the world. A dream dreamlike sequel no it's not <laughs> it's so based in reality it like it asks you to look at reality no yes no no, no how is he in that how is he in the the sauna and then like, the walls keep closing in and he okay because he's <sighs> because he's in an altered state almost the whole time that he's there why though? why are there eels in his toilet oh my god there's no eels in the toilet shit there's eels in the toilet and are there eels in the toilet or I not i don't know <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it sets up all these things, all these conventions, like, as if this is going to be some kind of supernatural um, experience. Like, he's he's either, yeah, like, having hallucinations or he's nuts. Like, there's a long time in the movie where you think, like, okay, he's one of the patients there. Yeah. Like, he seems unwell. And you're waiting for some kind of resolve like that. I wonder that. if there's, like, a, like we have, to, we have to find, like, early drafts of the script. Because I wonder if, like, this was being written... And that was like the twist, and then Shutter Island came out, Fuck. and they were like, "Shit, we gotta go back to the drawing board." Yeah, I was a hundred percent sure that he was Pembroke. That like, <laughs> I thought for sure he was Pembroke. And then and they and they, the they kind of hint at it, and they do kind of hint yeah, at it. Yeah, the people yeah. at the firm were just trying to get rid of him. Well, or like, or like that was I don't know an imagined version of why he was sent there, right? Um, wow. Like, there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. It, yeah, they, the nurses play along. At one point, he's like, uh, Lockhart's like, uh, I am Pembroke, and the nurses are like. Yeah, we know you are. And it's like, whoa, what's happening? Oh, I guess those nurses are just dumb then. Or mm. fucking with him? Or fucking with him. Yeah. Because this whole... Because everybody here... Yeah. Is a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> That's something that we, we have not addressed yet. But there is a supernatural element to this, just not in a way that explains anything. Oh, and we'll get there. Fuck. The let's go. Let's, the just, let's talk about Dane for a second. Do you sure. guys remember the like? Okay, first movie I saw him in, and I think his big breakout role was in that superhero found footage movie Chronicle. Oh, he was in Chronicle, and he's really good in that. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he is good in that. So you're blinking <laughs> a lot. So Ariana's blinking a lot. I don't think Ariana has. Seen I've never Chronicle. seen that. I only I've only ever seen Dane DeHaan in Spider Man. Spider-Man. 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 Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. He That's was, right. he was, uh, Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn in the Amazing Spider-Man. What's that guy's name? The Green Goblin? No, the, the, the guy who plays Spider-Man. In oh, the, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he, he's in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man That's movies. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, all I've seen him in. Chronicle, Spider-Man. Miscast in Cure for Wellness, perhaps? What? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, interesting. I, I don't think so. Okay. I totally disagree. I can't. I can't see anybody else playing that part. I can hardly see him playing the part when it's filmed. He's. I think he plays the part wonderfully. The 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 like I said, the ambitious, dead inside, confused, but still somehow 
yearning for something more. He like really, I don't know. So I you look at his face really, and you see all of that. Yeah, he's like, like a like a like a young tortured soul. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, he has a lot to do in this movie. Like he he's, spends, he's he's like like in ninety five percent of the scene. He, he carries the film, <laughs> yeah. Except he, for scene one, which we'll get to <laughs> next episode, ladies and gentlemen. We have not yet touched what scene one looks like. Um, yeah, he's in all of it. And that's that's a big undertaking. And most of the time, he's acting on crutches. Yes, <laughs> and his acting is like action hero stuff. Like you're gonna run down this hallway and kick this door open, and then you gotta like push this guy over, and it's like, and here are your crutches. So I'm sure he was jacked by the end of it. Mm. What muscles do you use the most when you have crutches? Armpit muscles. <laughs> so his armpits are jacked. Just like bulging. I've never seen Mia Goth in anything else. Yeah, no, me neither. Has she been in anything else? Let me check. Because we've all seen Jason Isaacs in yeah. the wonderful Harry Potter series. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a blessing. Oh, he's great. And what a chameleon. Without that blonde wig, no idea. <laughs> I love how he looks in like the later Harry Potter movies when he like Mr. Malfoy's like disheveled looking. Mm, yeah, kind of like, with his with his stubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's fucking hot as hell. Oh. Um, she was an Everest. I saw that. I don't remember her in that. Was she the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> and the survivalist. And then she was like, you know, it's just small stuff like short films or like an appearance in a television show. Now she has some. Up and coming films. Yeah, so, so this was probably closer to her breakout role then. And hearing, like, we we, we heard, or you will hear, um, a chunk of, of Dane DeHaan talking about mm. the film. And then you listen to her and she's so excited about it. She's, like, having a great time, it seems. So, which is cool. I get it. Like, it's actually a pretty cool role. She mm. has, does, like, she has a really interesting series of things to do as an actor. Um, she's the most she she's always a part of the most iconic imagery mm-hmm, like her in true. the bathtub full of eels oh, like yeah. her and floating in the water full of eels full of eels <laughs> oh shit is there eels in this guys <laughs> I would love to interview the eels and see first of all if they were paid properly and <laughs> how many of them were CGI'd I want to it's just one <laughs> just one, one eel, eel. He's like, yeah. he does all the mocap work for the other eels? eels those are me <laughs> Mocap for the other eels. Yeah. They, they, they wouldn't just copy. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because mo- they're all different characters. Yeah. Jason Isaacs, known for the Harry Potter series. Mia Goth, known for A Cure this. for Wellness. And Dane DeHaan. Oh, yeah, he's in the, the Valerian in the Thousand Sky. Oh, That's yeah. Right. That's a movie called. We haven't, we haven't seen that. No, have not seen that. We should watch that as some Valerian point. Valerian yeah. and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. Nice. That looks like... That looks so great. That looks like a direct sequel to that, him, and, him and Cara Delevingne. Is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah, I think they so. They look the same. She looks like a, just his female counterpart. Yeah, <laughs> those cocaine eyes, that like like skinny, withdrawn, dead inside. But um, like so fucking attractive. Well, that's the thing. They're, like that's the look right now. That's hot, right? Yeah, they, they've got it. They've got so, it, going it is. On. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on right now. So Valerian is like two sexy people. Doing cocaine in space, and like it seems like just like wisecracking and shooting aliens. So and those movies, like Cure for Wellness and and Valerian, came out both came out in two thousand seventeen. It's like a good year for a good year for Dane. Did that come out? No, I thought that came out. Oh yeah, I guess that would have two thousand seventeen. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do you think at the end of a Cure for Wellness, the bike, you know, with a smile, if the bike just takes off ET style, <laughs> and that's how Valerian starts? Yes. yes. 
Don't even get me started on the ending. That's uh, what I'm saying. We'll it's you guys, one you guys, movie right to the next movie. You guys have to hold on because the best shit is until the very last moment of this film. So you have to wait 27 episodes plus. Or watch the movie. Or watch the movie, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Actually, you know what? If you're listening to this, like... Please watch the movie. Yeah, there's a couple different things you could do. You could you could watch along with us. That could be fun. That's a good point. Do we want to talk a little bit about the format? I know we touched on it, but I think sure. we did it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, let's... Okay, so bring us home, Jump Show. Oh, okay. Um, so the kind of format of this podcast is we're essentially going to watch um, Blu-ray chapter by Blu-ray chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so three to five minute scenes um per episode so this is our episode zero kind of getting everyone familiar talking about our general feelings and then um as of next episode we're going to watch the first scene uh take some notes comment on it come back talk about it and that'll be our segments yeah Um, we also have uh the script mm -hmm. We we have three copies of the script that we all have on hand to follow along to see i guess discrepancies between the shooting script and what actually was shot. And there are many. Yes, as we've... Oh, we've, we've we we've already know, flipping through. through. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't He doesn't hold back. Gore doesn't hold back. Gore he makes choices and he stands by them, other than the various drafts of the script. <laughs> but other than changing a, major elements of the film. Like your protagonist's name. Which, no. We'll oh, talk about spoilers. that. Cut it. Cut it out. Spoilers. Cut it out. Yeah, yeah. He, he can do whatever he wants because when you're a big time director, you can do whatever you want, and and guess what? The audience has to deal with it. And I think actually, you know what? That, that's that's a really interesting point. Is that this was a, a, a film that came out in 2017 that was original, not based on any any properties that existed. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a big budget movie. It's just like it's like that type of film that you don't really see out of Hollywood anymore. It's like there's if you're if for original content, normally now oh it's gonna be smaller indie films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For 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 big budget Hollywood movies, it's always part of a franchise. So that's a good point. Yeah. So it's like it's a really interesting like. You keep referring to this as a film, but I think a more accurate title is a passion project. I think this this 100 is a passion project. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gore went balls deep and just and made something that he really truly wanted to create, like mm. from from the bottom of his fucking heart. Which he did not write. He, that's right. That's he, a good point. he created. He he doubled Co-created down with Justin it. on the story. Yes, Justin, Justin Hate, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So so Gore gets a story credit, but not a writing credit. Mm-hmm. Story by Justin Haith and Gore Verbinski, written by Justin Haith. Mm-hmm. So I I really want to know. Yeah. What were those meetings like? Justin, if you're listening to this, get in, get in touch with us. Yeah. You can contact us at the cure for a cure for wellness at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> Quick note, the real email is the cure for a cure at gmail.com. So feel free to, to email us. Um, we'll write back. Maybe. How do we end this? That's a great, how, do, how does this stop? That's a good, how does it stop? How do, please make it stop. Um, so go watch A Cure for Wellness. Yeah. If you're listening to this. Or watch, maybe watch the first scene. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because that's what we're going to delve into next time. Yeah. Watch with us. We'll probably tell you timestamps. The movie's on Netflix. It's on iTunes. You can buy it on Blu-ray, on DVD, however you want to watch it. I don't know why I'm talking like this. But the... Timestamp for the first chapter is zero two three minutes and thirty seven seconds. Uh, yeah, we'll let you know exactly where we're at and what we're what we're honing in on and focusing on for each episode.
And now for our classic, the cure for a cure for wellness sign off. (laughs) See you next time. Oh, you should do a bit of the song. Mm